What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into the J Copper podcast. If it's your first time listening, here is your extra immersive. If it's not your first time, here is your extra immersive. Guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in today. I believe it's going to be a blessed message. Um, we are not going to take too long. We're going to get straight into it. So I want to pray for you. And I believe God is going to move mightily wherever you're listening to this on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, wherever you're listening to this. I believe God's going to do a powerful thing in your life. Let's get into the message today. Father, I thank you so much for everyone who's listening. I pray may their eyes be opened. May their hearts be opened. And I pray may you use this message, my God, to lift them up, encourage them and challenge them into taking the next step into where you're calling them to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And we all said, Amen. Amen. Once again. Thank you so much for listening to the Jay Makopo podcast. Uh, shout out to you. The title of the message today is called The Big Picture. Come on, can someone say the big picture wherever you're at? The big picture. I want to uh, read this really quickly. It says this in the book of Isaiah 66 verse 1. It says, this is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build for me? Where it will my resting place be the first part of that verse it says heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool the bible echoes that in the book of acts chapter 7 verse 49 it says heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool what kind of house will you build for me says the lord or where will my resting place be so again god says heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. The beautiful thing about that is that the Bible is communicating and giving us a visual picture that God is a much bigger than anything that can happen in your world. God is far greater. He is more powerful and he has all it takes to deal with anything happening in this world. Literally, the whole planet is his footstool. So what is your country or what is your city or what is your workplace compared to your God the Bible is just com- is is continuing to show you the size and the magnitude of who God is but now when you think about that if, if, if God is in heaven his throne is in heaven and he's and he's and footstool is earth it means just think about it when you are far away or you are super high up your vision of things your perspective of things is different to those who are literally down on the earth and this is what i'm trying to communicate to you today god sees the big picture and he's always trying to get you to see the big picture It's not just a thing that he has and he knows what's going on, but he is constantly trying to let the people who are on earth, he's trying to let you know what the big picture is. Now, this brings some tension. Just think about it. Even if someone is on an airplane and they're looking down, their perspective on what's going on, they see much more. They see a bigger picture. They see something more lavish. They see things that are much wider than the person who's on the floor. So when these two people communicate, there can be a tension. Now, that's often the tension that you face when you are facing uh, a relationship with God, as you're walking with God. 
What God says and what he sees is from the perspective and the view of God. And what you see is earth's perspective. It is your perspective. It is a man's perspective. And often this brings attention between you and even when you read the word of God, because the word of God is speaking from the vantage point of God, from the bigger picture vantage point. This is why we see echoes of words like this in the Bible, in the book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. It says, See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the in the wastelands. God is saying, can't you perceive it? You see, perceiving is not purely can you see it, but it's also can you understand? Can, can you imagine this thing? Because maybe your vision, what you see is not matching what God is saying. But God is saying, can you perceive it? Can you gather it in your mind that I am doing a new thing? What is happening here? There is a tension between the view of man and the view of God. Can someone say the big picture? One of the people who is a prime example of uh, the big picture being revealed is Abraham in the word of God. I want us to go to the book of Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, it says, And the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, your father's households to a land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will, you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. The interesting thing about what God is saying is he will do it. He's not saying it's happening now. He's not saying that Abraham, what you are facing now is blessing. I am currently cursing the people who curse you. You are currently a blessing. God says you will will be. So what does it mean? The small picture that Abraham lives by and which you live by as well, it's he doesn't know the place he's going. He is not yet a blessing. The people who curse him are not being cursed by God. The people who bless him are not being blessed by God. This is something that is still to come. How can God see it is because he sees the big picture. And that's a big thing you need to understand about your life. There are many things that you do not see that God sees. Why? Because God sees the bigger picture and you do not. Now this is a cornerstone and it is a pillar about your relationship with God. It is because God calls you to trust his view and not to lean on your own understanding because your own understanding will lead you into trusting or relying on the small picture. I want to give you an example. If you have a cell phone and you look at a picture, the moment you bring the picture really close to your eyes and you're focused on it, it looks blurry. You can't see things clearly. But the moment that you take the phone away from you and you see the bigger and full picture you recognize that oh this is actually a nice picture and this is what happens in terms of the difference of how god is seeing things his view on the world his view on the future his view on your life and your view you see what's happening today you see what happened last week you see how you were feeling but god is always trying to say stop Stop focusing on the small picture because it's blurry. It doesn't look good. But the big picture that God is crafting over your life and in this generation is a glorious picture. I want to show you the difference between the small and the big picture. Number one, the small picture, it says see, but the big picture says believe we're going to go to genesis chapter 15 now still speaking about abraham uh, verse 1 to 6 
Abraham chapter 15, verse 1 to 6. It says, After this, the word of the Lord came uh, to Abraham in a vision and said, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield and your great reward. But Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? Uh, and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliza from Damascus. And Abraham said, You have given me no children, so a servant will uh, uh, will." will be my heir verse 4 says then the word of the lord came to him and said this man will not be your heir but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir he took him outside and said look up to the sky and count the stars if indeed you can count them then he said to him so shall your offspring be abraham believed the lord and it will be credited to him as righteousness the bible says this in the book of zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 it says do not despise small beginnings for the lord Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb of plumb line of Zerubbabel's hand. Seven lamps represent uh, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. But the a part of that verse is this: Do not despise small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. This was a small beginning in the life of Abraham. We must bear in mind that by this time. Abraham was about 90 years old when he gets this promise from God. He's about 90 years old. His wife is 80 years old. Look, in those days, having a child was something that people would have very early because the life expectancy of people was very short because technology and medicine was not as advanced as it is today. So when the Bible speaks of someone living long, understand in those days it was a huge thing because people normally did not live long. Hence, people had children really young because people didn't last long on earth uh, and, and because of just all the, the dangers that mankind was facing there. Now, now Abraham had lived a long time and there was this desire to have a child in his life for a long time, but his wife also was 80 years old. Now, the small picture will come to you and say, look, look at what you don't have. Look at what you can't do. Look at your family situation. Look at your finances. Look at how behind you are, Abraham. And maybe you may be in the same place where you're standing in a, in a place in your life where you're asking yourself, what is going on? You're looking at what's going on. And the small picture is saying, hey, look at what's going on. Can you see how things are not working out the way you want them to work out? Now, what I want to show you or what I want to say is that the small picture is the graveyard of faith because it makes it impossible to live a life that pleases God. You see, the small picture, when you live your life according to the small picture, you won't be able to please God because you will be living according to what you see and according to your circumstances. When the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, without faith is it, it is impossible to please God because whoever for, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. You see, when you are looking at the big picture, it does not say see, but the bigger picture says believe. The big picture says believe God for what you could have. It says believe God um, for, for what you are able to do. Believe God that he can save your household. Believe God that he will provide. Believe that you are in his perfect will. You see, Abraham was in a place where he came before God and he showed God the big, the small picture. But what God did at that moment, he says, nah, there's a big picture at work. And what happened with Abraham in that moment is he chose to believe God. I want to ask you, do you believe God when his word says that there is blessing over your life? Do you believe God when the word of God says that you will be blessed coming in 
and going out. Do you believe God when the Bible says that he will provide for you? Do you believe God when his word says that he will forgive you? Do you believe God? Because when you trust the big picture, when you trust God's vision, it enables and it ignites and activates your faith. And then it sets you up in a way that your decisions will please God because you will be living a life dependent on him, not dependent on your flesh, not dependent on the world and not influenced by the enemy. But the question to you and where it starts is do you believe his word and do you trust his perspective over what you see? The second thing is the small picture will bring pressure, but the big picture will bring peace. In the book of Genesis chapter 16, verse, we move to the next chapter, chapter 16, verse 1 to 2, it says, Now Sarai, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. She had, she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar, and she said to Abraham, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. And Abraham agreed. Now what we see here is that uh, Sarah was under pressure because she was focused on what she was going through. And this is the thing that the small picture will do in your life. It will bring pressure to you and it will make you harm yourself unnecessarily. Because this is what pressure does. The small, the small picture will cause pressure in your life, but pressure produces unnecessary pain. I want to say that again. The small picture produces pressure in your life, but pressure produces unnecessary pain because you start making decisions out of desperation and out of pressure. Sarah says, sleep with Hagar. So Abraham goes and sleeps with Hagar, but now Hagar gets a child and now she begins to despise Sarah. And now Sarah now begins to have beef with the woman who was supposed to be serving her and she also begins to have beef and tension with her own husband and this is what pressure does pressure creates tension between you and the person who you are supposed to be serving and the people you're supposed to be serving because you're under pressure and when you're under pressure it also affects the relationship of those who are trying to help you because you are under pressure. You are even starting to hurt those people. But what does the bigger picture do? God was trying to say that, hey, Sarah is going to have a wife that trust the bigger picture. If they trusted the bigger picture, Sarah would not have had this tension with her husband and even with the people who are in her life trying to serve her. Can someone say amen today? Can someone say amen today? So, so, so point number one is the small picture says see, but the big picture says believe. Point number two is the small picture will create pressure, but the big picture will create peace in your life. And a thing I said to someone a few weeks ago in church was that you will always go further with peace than you will go with pressure. Another way, the way I actually said it is peace will take you further than pressure will take you. I want to say that again. Peace will take you further than pressure will take you. You see, God wants to give you a peace that goes beyond all understanding. Why does it go beyond all understanding? It's because he calls you not to lean on the small picture, on what you see today, but to lean on what he says, his perspective, the big picture, and allow that to give you peace as you push. Now, I'm not saying that you must just relax and just see what happens. No, I'm saying as you are hustling, as you are pushing, as you are uh, activating your ambition, 
rather do that driven by peace instead of pressure because pressure is going to get you hurt but peace is going to bring you prosperity i believe in the mighty name of jesus and i want you to know that that the small picture the small picture will make you say if only but the big picture will say even though let's look in the book of genesis chapter 17 verse 15 to 18 it says god said to abraham as for sarai your wife you are no longer to call her sarah her name to sarai call her sarah i will bless her and will surely give you a son by her i will bless her so that she will be the mother of many nations kings of people will come from her abraham fell face down he laughed and said to himself will i Will a son be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Will, Abra will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? So the word of God came to Abraham and 10 years passed. He'd already been waiting for 90 years. Then God promises him. Then 10 years passed and nothing happens. Then God comes after another 10 years and says that she's going to have a child. So now he's a hundred years old and he's laughing to himself. Is this ever going to happen? And Abraham says, if only you would bless Ishmael that he would be under your blessing. You know, what happens is sometimes you try to make a plan for yourself and you say, you know what, God, I, 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 I'm not sure if my faith, you may be there and saying, you're not sure if your faith can carry you to the promise of God. And there are some things that you did when you were under pressure, trying to heal yourself, trying to find comfort. And you're saying, God, maybe you can bless my current situation, but you're not sure if you can believe for Isaac. You're not sure if you can believe for what God would do in your life. If you continue to read in that chapter, in Genesis chapter 17, what God says, it says, look, I know this Ishmael, I know you've made mistakes, but God still says, I still want you to believe for the bigger vision. I still want you to believe for the bigger promise. I still want you to believe what I've promised over your life. Don't limit yourself to your mistakes. Don't limit yourself to your past. Don't limit yourself to your sins, but instead keep believing the promise of God. The small picture says, I wish I didn't make that mistake. The small picture says, I wish I didn't go to that place. But the big picture says, even though you made that mistake, even though you failed in that way, the bigger picture is still at work. And God can use those failures to bring a story of his faithfulness. Can someone say amen today? I want to encourage you to trust the bigger picture. Don't be limited. Don't um, allow yourself to be dictated by the small picture, but allow God's word, allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to what is bigger so that you can have peace. I want to pray for you today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for the person listening, wherever they're listening to this, whether they're in their car, whether it's on their phone, wherever they're listening to this. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may you show them that you have a far higher uh, vision that your ways are above our ways my God and your thoughts are above our thoughts because you have a bigger perspective help us to lean to your perspective and to trust what you are saying and I pray God each person listening uh, help them to have greater faith to carry them to the promise and not just to hope that their current situation will get better I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus and we all say amen amen guys thank you so much for listening to the Jemo Copper podcast um I really appreciate you. Please share this with anyone who you know maybe has been struggling to focus on the small picture and you know they need to focus on the bigger one. Let's trust God uh, to continue to carry us. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with all your loved ones, your friends, your family, and even the haters because they need the word of God too. Take care. God is love. We're out.